Welcome to another edition of the music edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in. I know I haven't done quite much of these music editions in a good while, to say the least. But today, I have another co-host with me, another good friend of mine who's back on the show. Haven't heard from him since, I think, last year, maybe two years ago. I don't know. I think it was two years. But I want to welcome back Mr. Adrian Rocha. Adrian, good friend of mine. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. Glad to be back, man. What an introduction, huh? Good friend of mine. Welcome to the show. (laughs) It's been two years. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Wow, it's been that long, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it has been two years. That is crazy. But I wanted to come on today, talk about, well, first of all, let's kind of tell people where we are. Uh, I'm back recording on location again. You know, I'm always uh, testing out new locations for this podcast. And so far, the parks have been well received. The last park I recorded a podcast in was Herman Park. It was a lot of people that day. It was a very nice day. And the quality came out far better than what I expected. So today we're actually recording on location to a park closer to us. And we're actually a little more local for those that those that listen to the podcast. We're actually recording at Mason Park. I know it brings back a lot of memories when I come back to Mason Park. And to our surprise, well, not surprise, but... Yeah, it is a surprise. <laughs> yeah, to our surprise, there's literally, literally nobody at the park. Maybe about one or two people just hanging out. There's literally nobody here. I mean, people usually come during the week and it gets really packed. People running around the track and you might hear a couple noises in the background. You have people working on construction around here. and They've really revamped the park a lot from what it used to be. So I know these, I know these benches weren't here before. They just installed them not too long ago. Other than those people hanging out, we got squirrels walk, <laughs> running around looking for nuts. Yeah, we got three uh, squirrels right now. So if they want to come on a podcast, they're more than welcome to. I'm not opposed to having, you know, squirrels on the podcast. Yeah, I, I, w- I would like to know what's going on. What's the news on the trees? That's for sure. I would like to know that. The trees. Yeah. What about the trees? <laughs> I don't know. That's could, a good question. There could be a struggle between squirrels and birds going on. Probably. Probably. I don't know. This podcast might uh, come to a screeching halt if we start talking about that so nonetheless it's a nice day man it looks like it's gonna rain but it's really not gonna rain it's just cloudy and very uh, a little bit windy it's a beautiful the, day the temperature is the, temp- the temperature is just uh it's just right so today on this edition of uh, the hangout podcast i want to focus mainly on music and a topic that came up not too long ago that i wanted to discuss was uh and actually taylor more specifically to what i want to talk about i want to talk about the latest i guess you could say farewell tour for for kiss the end of the world world tour as they're they're calling it um a lot of (laughs) a lot of backlash has come out from this tour since it started about a month ago i think not only because this is Kiss's second farewell tour. Wait, I know wait, it's wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. you can have two farewell tour- tours. 
from what it from what it sounds like, yeah. Look, I went to go see Ozzy last year on his No More Tours number two. His first one was like in the early '90s. I was, I don't think I was even born when he did that. So it's this thing where where bands are going out on fair, part two of their farewell tours, and Kiss had their farewell tour back in the early 2000s, where they kind of put to rest the original lineup. They mm. came back, of course, with two different members, and mm. they've been going strong ever since, or so they claim. So a lot of a lot of speculation was going on going into this tour, as far as Kiss touring. I guess more more playing I guess playing live mm-hmm. rather than you know it's a lot of skeptical a lot of skepticism going around going around with this tour for those listening I did buy tickets when it did go on sale for this tour they should be coming to town I forget the actual date but they're coming in September and they're playing at the Toyota Center which I guess you know it's a I wish they could have played in Sugarland again. I saw them play in Sugarland two years ago. They were perfect, spot on. So they're playing at Toyota Center this year, and um, a lot of the a lot of the backlash that these guys are getting are their performance, mm-hmm. as far as their actual playing. Not only playing their instruments, but actually singing live. A, a lot of alleged claims of the band lip-syncing their vocals playing to a track that came about when they i think they played what show i don't know if you remember adrian they played on was it kimmel or fallon i think it was fallon they played about two songs and uh, of of course when you play on tv it's always pre-recorded so you're really pretty much just lip-syncing everything but as time went on and these concerts started happening, YouTube clips started coming out. More of what they sounded like on TV is more of what they're sounding like now, mm-hmm. which is pretty suspect. And that that raises a lot of questions for me, the fan. And a lot of interviews that I've list that I've heard on YouTube regarding the, these claims and asking, you know, would you pay for something that you knew wasn't live? My initial reaction is, no, I would never go see something like that. But given the fact that I have tickets already, I have no choice. <laughs> could always sell. Uh, you could always sell them, <laughs> but like they say, this is the last time. Who really knows if this is the last time that they're touring? Quote, unquote, last time. Last time. But like I've said, man, I mean, I've, I've been a diehard Kiss fan for, for years since I was a kid. Uh, and to be able to catch them live several times i think this is be the what the sixth time that i've seen him in concert wow yes, i know the, the true diehard fan right here that's even when they're lip syncing us i'm still going to see them but you but, didn't but you didn't know they were lip syncing at that moment did you i had no clue man i started watching some clips and man i'm i'm gonna be totally honest with you i i'm highly disappointed to see see paul stanley actually lip syncing his vocals which tells me one which tells me two things Number one, he can't sing anymore. He's getting old. Number two, if you still suck on those vocal tracks and you're lip syncing over them, you really can't sing. And this is coming from me, man. I love Paul Stanley. I'm a diehard fan till the end. But I think you, like any other band, 
you have to know when to call it quits. Yeah, even at, like for you, like as a, as a fan, um, true fans know should should be able to recognize like um, or be able to criticize your own like the bands you follow, the bands you like, um, and the whole lip singing. For me, in rock bands, it's it's kind of new because I don't. It's something that I don't see much. I mean, I hear about lip singing and artists that do pop or uh, rap, especially rap. I don't know if you listen to to some of the rap artists like uh, Cardi, get, Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> I've just looked up. There's like a controversy going on with her performance. Oh lord! But I give you one that I, you could easily tell. Like he, when he performs, he he has a playback. Fifty Cent. You okay. hear you hear him rap on the albums, mm-hmm. and you hear him perform it live. It sounds nothing alike. It sounds nothing like you if hearing him rap live. It sounds not. It sounds very different because you actually ha, he actually has the track playing on the back, so you can hear so you can hear Fifty rapping live, and you also have Fifty playing on the track. So like, it's like two different people. Like his voice just changes tone. It goes a little bit. Um, how do I say it's a little bit his voice in the track is a little bit deeper and you hear him and you hear him do it live like you know it's the same guy you just it it doesn't sound like the same guy so for me to hear it in bands like Kiss or I don't know if there's others I think it would be more difficult but if they're catching if they're catching them on the act like I don't really know what's going on it's funny you mentioned I'm gonna go back to what you said that it's fairly new in rock it is fairly and that's one of the common uh, allegations that have come out now that is this is fairly new in rock and it's very it it takes away from like you said when you're doing it in other genres you know i know you're a big justin timberlake fan you've seen him a couple times in concert about how much of the show can you say is uh played to a backing track uh as far as far as you know if it's uh, a beat, even even background vocals. How much of it do you think uh, that you know of, or might sus- suspect? Not suspect, but that you know of. Um, for like this tour that he did, uh, this tour that he's doing right now, for the show that I went, I would say like about out of the whole set, about like three songs had a uh, had his voice on the background because he wasn't actually on stage at that moment it was just they were just doing it like a uh, setup for the next song uh there's another song he took out during the summer which nobody was prepared for he actually they actually played that on the on the sound system because there's no like um actual performance connected to that song like there's no choreography there's nothing set up they just starts playing it they play it they, they play like a dj style those like two songs yeah but you could hear at some point, like on like second to last song, I think he does like a, um, well the two the two second to last songs, uh, "Rock Your Body" and "Like I Love You." He has like a play a little bit of a playback before it, and then he just starts off. Okay. So, but when you hear the background vocal sing, you can some at sometimes you can actually hear his voice on the background, even though he's just he's his mic is on his on his side on his hand, and he's just dancing. So they have like a little playback for that part. So, and like they said it before, like they all wear earpieces, even the dancers, and that's because they're basing, they're working on the on the live sound system. We get like a a second or two of a of a delay. Yeah, yeah. So those uh, in ear monitors you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So like 
so everybody on stage, even the dancers, they have their own earpieces. They like they are working on the on the moment beat, and they don't get the delay that we get. So it's so I can understand. So also sometimes it sounds like oh they're they're doing playback because we sound we yeah, we hear it differently. They're, they're playing to a, a click a click yeah. track. So like I said, it's common in pop. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised that he did, that he does it, but he's one of the artists that has kind of kind of kind of hinted that he doesn't like playback that much like especially on tours like he could understand like oh if we do it on if we do it like on a show like we go on good morning america we go on fallon we go on kimmel we go on all these different shows as he understands like for for sound purposes you have to have like a playback track but as a con- on a concert he's like now nah, we just we do the little the little the little bit we can because we want the whole thing live so i can understand in pop i know in rap but for me like rock bands are which really sets up like for the for the new ones that are going to come up it's going to make it's going to basically show like even now um you don't need that much talent to be uh, and that, that's yeah to that's, be out there you hit it right on the head that's where i was headed to a lot of these newer bands coming out now even older bands too or pissed off and at all these big bands doing this and i don't know what's more look i don't know if people are looking too much into it i like to talk about it because you know i like to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. there's not many people that i can talk to about it but when they listen back to this they're gonna say oh yeah you know I, that's exactly what i was thinking or i don't you know i don't feel the same way i don't know what's more infuriating people complaining about bands using uh lip syncing their concerts using mm-hmm. backing tracks or sounding live but sounding really shitty what i mean what's more infuriating i, th- I think it's uh, i would rather see because at the end of the day man it's just show business you're trying to get as many people to come see you as possible trying to get them to have a good time I, you'd hate for somebody to walk away and put a video on YouTube. I mean, it goes up the second it's recorded on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and right away you're you're being bashed for oh, you know, he sucked. Uh, he he sounded like he was having a terrible night. His vocals weren't up to par. The talent's still there, man. The guitars. I mean, that yeah. that doesn't go away. It's as far as the vocals go, that's kind of tricky, but. Like I said, I think people look into it a little too much sometimes. And look, if you're a fan of the band or the artist, whoever it is, if you're willing to spend the money, because it's only getting more expensive, man. It's not getting any cheaper. Um, don't complain. Go to the show. If you're a fan, go see them. You still have your. You can still have your own opinion about, you know, ticket prices and the performance. No, ticket prices are crazy, dude. You know how much I, and this is going a lot more deeper into it, but dude, I spent a hundred bucks on each ticket for Kiss, not including the fees that they attach, not including the fees that Toyota Center attaches, not including parking when I have to go park mm-hmm. at the event. Let's say I want to buy a T-shirt too. Hey, maybe I get hungry, or I get thirsty. I I rarely drink or eat at shows, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think I spent close to, say you're spending about four hundred, with all those fees attached, uh, attached, fees. close to five hundred, man. Wow, it's just insane. As opposed to what I've 
paid the first time I saw them back in 2010, which was maybe close to 100 bucks, maybe. Wow. Wow. I'm getting ripped off. <laughs> Dude, I can't. Wow, that's that's insane. That's insanity, man. You know, to tell you the truth, um, for the is it really for the fans at the end of the day? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so bu- show business, man. We're getting ripped off. I'll give I'll give you uh, uh, one thing on the ticket price, which was surprising for me because it wasn't much of a change. We went to the Justin Timberlake tour, the twenty twenty experience. Oh yeah, how how long ago was that? That was a couple years back, right? That was in like twenty. 16, 2017, I want to say. Not my cup of tea, but you invited me. I still owe you some money for that <laughs> to this day. Um, it's all good. But, it's I, all good. <laughs> but I said, you know what? Let me, uh, you know, it's an invite. I'll check it out. I've been invited to a few concerts that are not, you know, my thing. But mm-hmm. I'll still go just to see what it's like, you know, get out of my comfort zone a little bit. So the ticket, the prices for those were... Um, I can and I can because and I can, and I can compare because I have the tick I have the tickets still with me for like there. Damn! Check out this hottie. I don't sound like a total creep now. <laughs> um, chick running with her com- dog. <laughs> comparing those prices to what I paid for um, the Men of the Woods Men of the Woods tour, dude, it was only like a twenty dollar change. Same area, same section. Was it an increase? Yeah, it just increased like twenty bucks higher. It wow. was in the same area, um, same section. Like I had the front view of the whole stage. Yeah. But I paid twenty dollars more for this one than I did for a, for the ticket in uh, the twenty twenty experience. So you know, you know, you know why this increase is happening though, right? They want more money. <laughs> well, it's not only that. They want, of course, everybody wants more money, but. They're, look, albums aren't selling anymore. Streaming's the way to go. Whether it's Apple Music or Sp- Spotify is the big thing now. Yeah, you know? Spotify. <laughs> I had I had to get on the train, man. I was, I was uh, no pun intended, the train in the background, but I was behind on Spotify for like a whole year. And wow. I figured if I want to if I want to get on this podcast podcasting game, and it it is blowing up, uh, I need to be on all platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, because. Whoa! I was looking at that at that dog. That dog. She just pulled his leash. <laughs> he was about to cross the street. I think it was some cars were coming. <laughs> that chick just kind of just yanked him. I was like, whoa! <laughs> but what were we talking about? <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, platforms. Yeah, platforms. I you know I have different people that I've talked to that listen to this sh- podcast on different platforms. Um, of course, I'm very biased because I listen to most of my podcast on on my podcast app on the iPhone mm-hmm. but I have people telling me yeah I only listen to my stuff on Spotify and well my podcast is on Spotify yeah I started listening to you on SoundCloud well the podcast still on SoundCloud YouTube it's always it's always been there it's I've started I started on YouTube and iTunes is a thing that I just started started on during the holidays but albums aren't selling anymore Streaming is really the way to go now. And look, I mean, how are you going to make money? You're either going to charge astronomical prices for VIP meet and greets. Your merchandise is going to go up. 
you're really selling the the concert experience mm-hmm. it's not so much the music anymore which is kind of sad because back in the day you would make the album to go on tour to promote mm-hmm. the music and like you said now it's, it's getting to the point where people you really don't have any you really don't need any talent the other day on my instagram story i put up a little thing i was messing with in garage band mm-hmm. i tell my brother man i should just quit my job and be a dj this is easy <laughs> but the talent it's it's not at that level where it once was i I'm, think i'm uh, not gonna toot my own horn and say i'm really good but i'm yeah. mediocre at best i think the technology that actually enables this allows this to happen because it's making things so much more easier so now really anybody can like you like like you say like oh i should be i could be a dj like yeah like the technology's there Oh, it's just like this podcast. Look where we're recording this thing. Nah, like <laughs> back back then, well, we would have to what book a, a recording studio to go record, do a yeah. voiceover. Yeah. And now we're just we really just need this recorder, two microphones, some headphones, and we're good to go. That's it. That is crazy. And the location, man. and that's it. And so. the location. It's such a man. I wish every day was like this. Just very nice, but man, it's just like you said technology's changing yeah um it makes it easier for the bands that are already established but for younger and newer bands coming up it's you really have to be on the game and like i tell like i I talk to my brother about you know if you're a newer band coming out a younger artist start out with an ep don't start out with a full album yeah people have such short attention spans nowadays that's why this podcast i try to keep at 30 minutes because People are listening to other things, man. They're listening to Joe Rogan. They're listening to th- different podcasts, man. They're, What's up, fool? The <laughs> Felipe Esparza. They're listening. I mean, everybody's off in their own little world. They're listening to the Hangout podcast, which is surprisingly uh, doing better than I expected, <laughs> which only gets me to step it up just a bit more. But, man, it's just for younger bands start out with an ep uh, play i think the main key is to play more live shows mm-hmm. just play a lot of shows get out there uh, be consistent with your fan base um and just you know if you're doing covers that's great eventually you're gonna have to grow out of that and play originals mm-hmm. just get your talent just get get to the level where record companies are gonna I, I don't even know if they still do this but uh, you're that you're gonna get noticed social media use it to, to your advantage get your stuff out there everything's promoted now through instagram instagram tv yeah get get discovered like uh justin bieber on youtube yeah youtube soundcloud anywhere i mean i, I listen to some of the artists on the rise or, or future artists on the rise from spotify dude some of them are really good it's just a matter of, and, and I'm getting to that point, man, where I'm like, man, and I don't want to sound like an old dude <laughs> from, from the 70s or 80s, but all the bands that I like, they're either they're either dead or they're retiring or are retired. Or going to. Or going to. And I'm thinking, man, what am I going to do? <laughs> am I going to... Am I just gonna stick to what I what I like, or so for like for like you seeing this, like you like you say you're you're a fan of the of the bands that have been big names or have gotten big names since before you were born. Correct. 
I know if I like I see that too. Like all right, so these artists, these bands, or these artists are from way before me, and now they're retiring. I feel I'm I feel like I feel I'm getting old because I'm seeing them retire. But for like you, like you you're touching on that right now. Once they're gone, what are you listening to now? Like within what well, like right now, you're still listening to Kiss. You're still listening to all these all these other bands. Is there a new band today that you just got on that are relatively new? I'd say like they started five years ago, give or, give or take. Is there anybody, any group, any band, any artist out there right now that is from your generation on forward that you actually listen to right now? The only band I can think of right now, and I'm glad you asked this question. It's a really good question. About a couple of days ago... And I've heard about this band for the last 10 years. Um, just people talking about it. And I'm like, who the hell is that? This, <laughs> band, this band called Rival Sons. I don't know if you've heard of them. I haven't. But they put out a new album, uh, I think it was about a week ago. At the time they were recording this. Mm-hmm. I popped that thing on on my Apple Music. I was blown away. You know, you know a lot of people talk about, I, I know... A lot of people might expect me to say Greedy Van Fleet because they're like the next Led Zeppelin or, you know, this guy sounds like Robert Plant. Not really my thing with Greedy Van Fleet. I think they still have a, a long time to go as far as them discovering their own sound because right now they're being compared to Zeppelin all over Saturday Night Live. and It's not for me right now. <laughs> I've listened to some of their stuff, but Rival Sons, man, when I put that on, I was just blown away at how how good it sounded. It sounded so, so authentic. So, mm-hmm. like it didn't sound like Zeppelin. It didn't sound like any other metal band I listened to or, or rock band. You know, when you listen to Kiss, like, would you say that it's like their own sound? Pretty much. They, like I said, they've been around for I think about almost ten years. I mm-hmm. heard about them on and off, interviews and mm-hmm. when albums would come out. Um, I think that's about the only band I could think of, man, as far as newer, newer artists of this generation. Because I can go from when I was growing up, mm-hmm. not the bands that, that came before I was born, but mm-hmm. when I was growing up, you're talking about Godsmack, you're talking about Shinedown. Even as far away back as, and this is like recent, this is like middle school, high school. Recent? <laughs> recent, 10 years ago. I'm getting... All sorts of sidetracked here. I'm talking about when I was growing up, you know, the Pearl Jams, Alice in Chains, yeah. Soundgarden, Nirvana. That was my youth right yeah. there. That's my, that, I guess you could say that's my, yeah, you know, that's my generation. Mm-hmm. I should write a song about that. I think they did already. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the generation I came up with. And they're still putting on new music. And that's what I wanted to get to also. I'm still listening to the new stuff these old bands are still putting out. Yeah. Some of it's been good, some of it's been bad, uh, and I debate. I, I don't argue, but I kind of go back and forth with my brother about some of this stuff, and he's mm. like, "Look, man, these guys don't need to do new music anymore. They're done. <laughs> they, they got nothing left to prove. They earn a lot in royalties. Hey, there you go. Publishing royalties. Some of these guys go on to continue working in the industry as songwriters, producers. Mm-hmm. Um, um." even have sponsorships still with like gear companies like guitar companies um drums and keyboards even with like 
other artists doing covers of their songs they get paid for that cover oh yeah 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 they they if you license it well enough hey you just have those checks coming in it's no wonder why a lot of these people when fans ask oh how come these guys aren't touring anymore how come this guy's not in the business anymore you see where he lives at living in the hollywood hills i know like an example of of that like you don't hear them that much but they're still out there mostly through like the spanish artists um I don't know if you. I don't know if you. If you. If you. If you heard them, I think you have. You should have to. You. You. You live close to a place that plays music like that. Uh, Espinosa Paz. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dude, his last album came out like what years ago, and he's still making money because he's a he's a composer. He produces. So everything he composes, like, he doesn't sell off the song completely. Like, all right, I just let you borrow it yeah it's pretty much like you you're get, getting you could play you, you get put, certain points for it yeah, i think you can sing it you can put it on your album but i get credit for it because i'm the one that composed it yeah so if that song ever gets nominated for an awards it says the name of the song the artist who performed it comp- writ- composed and written by espinosa paz that's his royalty that's his cre- accreditation to that song um i go even further back the guy that people think people that we all say he died, but the people think he's not dead. He's coming back alive. I don't know how Juan Gabriel. Dude has been making, still making money because there's artists still singing his songs. Plus the songs that he already wrote but never took out. So that's just all going to like his estate and all that? Yeah, that's all going That's all going to his like his family wow. and everything. So like Michael Jackson, Prince. Yeah, they Man. are. The Michael Jackson estate. I'm not sure how old their, his kids are at because that thing they 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 was left on the hands of his mother and father till his till one of his kids grew of age, but the whole Michael Jackson is. I mean, you you, you could still I, I'll give you an example. Somebody still singing his songs. Justin Timberlake still covers. I think um, I forgot what song he covered in the in one of his tours, but he has covered not only not only Michael Jackson, but he's covered some uh, Jackson Five songs. And other artists who do the same, all these covers of these songs, they all go back to royalties towards the fa- to the to- towards the estate, and towards the family. So you really afterwards, like going back to the to the bands, like are like they don't have to put out anything anymore. They already said they already did their stuff. If they don't come out with more stuff out there, it's because they're working behind the scenes. They already got everything set up. Oh yeah, yeah. And like um, you can hear covers, they, they, I'll, you can hear covers from kids being played by somebody else. You can hear songs by them being played by somebody else, and they all go back to royalties towards the group. I think Let's, another thing people forget <clears throat> is that they're also human beings. So for you to be touring like year round every year, it has to get tiring. Yeah. And I think most of these guys want to live a regular life. I mean, they got everything they need, so. Some of the, most of them, some of them have kids, so it's like yeah. you go off and live a normal life, and you're making money still, but you're not touring as much, and that's totally okay, man. It's it gets to a point. It's like with us at work, man. It gets to a point where we get so burned out, we just want to take some time off. We want to go do something we like. I wish I could just quit my job now and just do this podcast <laughs> every day, but unfortunately, that's not the case. I mean, I love what I do as a job. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it's just something like I like to talk about man and I want to keep this one short uh, I know I, I, I would want to keep going 
on this whole mm-hmm. music thing. I really just want to talk about Kiss. I can talk about Kiss all day. But, I mean, this is some good stuff. It ties into what we're talking about. A guy they used a lot back in the 80s was Desmond Child. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of him. He's worked with Aerosmith, Bon Jovi, Ricky Martin. The, the dude is... That's a huge difference. The, in the, oh, <laughs> that's a huge transition. Oh, from, man, dude. But from, he is banking. When I tell you he's written all the hits, you know, Ricky Martin's biggest hit... Of course, uh, all the big hits. Uh, she w- bang, she bang. <laughs> all the big hits the Kiss had. You know, I was made for loving you. That was one of the first that he wrote mm-hmm. with them. Uh, Aerosmith used to listen to all the big stuff in the '80s. Bon Jovi, mm-hmm. all the big stuff. There's a c- cool YouTube clip. Uh, Desmond Child Masterclass. It's a retrospective of all the stuff he worked on up until now. So it's a. Uh, I also think if you want to be successful, you have to be really diverse. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just stick to one genre. Hey, mm-hmm. let's go work with Ricky Martin. Next thing you know, he has the biggest single ever. So you just never know. You just never know. Well, Adrian, thank you. Uh, thanks a lot for coming by on the show on this uh, music edition of the podcast. Glad I to be here. Try to, I tried to do a lot more of these on different, not just, you know, I could talk about Kiss all day. Yeah. Like I said, but you can talk I, about Kiss. I'm like, you're a huge Kiss fan. I'm a huge Justin Timberlake fan. Yeah. So we can go on about the, these two group, these two artists. And, so, and it's so not only yeah, it's not only that, but just but we're not cl- we're not goes, close. We're not close no, to just no. these artists. Like we branch out. Like and it's not just talking about them too, but everything that goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I'll do. We can ramble all day about music production and all that. So it's one of the reasons why this podcast kind of just flows. You know, we have I have no script on me right now. I'm not even looking at my phone. This is stuff that's all useless information that comes off the top of my head. So <laughs> thanks again, guys, for tuning in. You guys know where to find the podcast. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe because otherwise, I don't know what would happen if y'all don't. I mean, it's still it's still going to come out. <laughs> he's everywhere. Just He's everywhere. <laughs> it's not like I'm losing fans or money. This is just, you know, something I do for fun. It would be nice to be to be able to monetize. That's a good slogan. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next time.